Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, live here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice, along with Brother Julius. And we are dealing with Biblical Black History Part 2. We are um, dealing with color. We um, spoke last week about the color of some of the key people who played roles in um, this book called the Bible, brothers and sisters, or um, the history of God's people, the nation of Israel. And um, it's interesting how even today we don't realize that these events that took place in this book called the Bible, all the way up into the New Testament, Testament, ninety over ninety five percent of what took place took place on a black continent that today is called Africa, brothers and sisters. Again. Over 95% of what took place in the Old Testament of the Bible took place in a black continent, brothers and sisters, which today is called Africa. So we're going to go through some more of those things that we dealt with last week. And then we're going to talk about slavery, brothers and sisters, as it is told in the Bible. And we're going to relate it to the modern-day slave trade that took place in 1555. We're going to cover those things on our show. Um, The host of this show, brothers and sisters, is so that you may be educated on the history of black people and the role that they played in this book that we go to church and read about every day or every week on Sunday. And there are so many black individuals that think that this book does not pertain to them, that somehow they are Gentiles, that this book was only written for Jews, and they have no idea that the Jews that the Bible wrote and spoke about in this Bible were a black people, brothers and sisters, from um, the what's called today the Middle East, but which is actually um, what's called today Northeast Africa. But they were still a part of the same continent, brothers and sisters. So um, we're going to read some things to you. We're going to talk about Egypt, again, where Moses came up at and where Jesus, when he was escaping from the persecution of King Herod, when he was two years old and his mother Mary and um, uh, I can't call it dad, but um, his assumed father took him into the land of Egypt And the definition of Egypt, brothers and sisters, it literally the black land or and referred to the rich black um, soil deposited by the Nile River, which is which allowed the agricultural basis of the civilization to flourish. The indigenous tradition of Egypt tells us 
the civilization was Kemet. The people and language were called Kemetian, Kemetians. So again, the original name of Egypt, brothers and sisters, is Kemet. But the Greeks came and renamed Kemet and gave it the name Egypt, brothers and sisters, because it referred to the complexion of the people, that the people were a black people. So we're going to talk about all these things on our show, brothers and sisters. We're going to get deeper in these things that we just spoke about on the show. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Brother Julius, who's going to do a reading of our psalm. We see you, Chicago. We see you, Alaska, on the line. Brother Julius. Again, good evening, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Today we're going to deal with Psalm 133, our Opening scripture will come out of Psalm 133, verses 1 through 3. It reads, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessings, even life forevermore. And we all know that Mount Zion is a Sabbath day journey from Jerusalem. Mount Zion is the same mountain that the Lord will come back to. The same mountain that he left from when he ascended, he's coming back to the same mountain, even Mount Zion, because that is the land center of the earth system, brothers. And if you read Zechariah the 14th chapter, begin at verse 4, he tell you that his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is still a Sabbath day's journey, even in Jerusalem, sisters and brothers. Again, welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. We're going to finish part one of Black History Told by the Prophets, Color. And just to update you real quick, sisters and brothers, we started this thing off in Genesis, the 10th chapter, and showed you that everybody that exists today came out of one of Noah's, again, one of Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And we started at Noah. We could start at Adam, but we're talking on this side of the fluid because the Lord brought Noah and his three sons and their wives, that is eight souls, across uh, the flood, and from Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the whole earth, according to the word of God in Genesis, the 10th chapter, was overspread. So if you exist, you come out of one of Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and the Lord gave them lands and gave them uh, uh, heritages and inheritances, inheritances and gave them positions in the earth and kingdoms and tribes develop out of them. But seeing as that we don't have no pictures of ourselves today or our ancestors, we're not talking about Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. We're not talking about Frederick Douglass. We're going back to the Bible. We're going back to our history. You know, Black Ice, uh, uh, Minister Jesse Jackson always says that I am somebody. Mm-hmm. And I and I agree with that, but everybody is somebody. Mm-hmm. 
uh, even a dog is somebody because he has a body. So therefore, we, who are we? The people that call themselves Italians, they can, they can say, I come from Italy. The Germans from Germany. Uh, the Mexican and the Puerto Rican, they are descendants of Spaniards or Hispanic or Hispania, which is Spain's ancient name. Where did we come from? Mm -hmm. Did we black ice? Did we, how do you say, since they give us the title African-Americans, then why are we not liked uh, among the Africans as a nation? Could it be that we have something similar to the Mexicans and to the Puerto Ricans? Could we have something similar to the Germans and to the Italians? Same color, but different nations. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Israel. So now, where did we come from? And how do, how do we prove where we come from? This is why we did part one, color. Seeing that we don't have a people or any pictures to, uh, that describes us and show our features, we got to compare ourselves to people that God compared us to for a certain amount of time. And then once that land was taken over, the land of Egypt was taken over during the 7th century when Islam spread, not the real Egyptians out of power. And so since the 7th century, Egypt has been an Arab country. So now, who do we complain? God compared us to somebody else. But before we get a little bit ahead of ourselves, let's turn to Genesis, Black Ice. Let's start this off at Genesis, the 45th chapter. Last week, we showed you how Jacob had 12 sons. Joseph was one of his sons next to the last because Benjamin was the last born. But his brothers were jealous of him. They were angry at him. They hated him. They wanted to kill him. But the older brother, which was Reuben, wanted to deliver them out of his hand, so they put him in a pit, hoping to come back later. But his brothers, instead of killing him, they sold him to the Midianites, who sold him to the Ishmaelites, who sold him down into Egypt. Now, let me make a statement. This, our program is not racist. What we deal with on this show is matters of fact. It is proven historically. It is recorded in recorded history. It is dealt with biblically, which is the book of world history and civilizations as they come in contact with God's people, Israel, and their relationship with him. So therefore, Black Ice, we got to start this with Joseph. So now Joseph was in Egypt, became second in command of Pharaoh, and was given an Egyptian wife. And his name was changed to Zabnot Peonel. So when you are a slave, your slave owner can change your name. Uh, remember Roots? Remember Kunte Kente's name was changed to Toby. So now Joseph is second in command. His brothers come up to see him. But some 30 years done went by, and they don't recognize him. He was 17 when he was sold into slavery. He is 30 years old when he stands before Pharaoh. Some more times go by, seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. Now the whole land of uh, Canaan is starving, so his brothers come down to Egypt to buy corn. Let's pick this best up at Genesis, Black Eyes, Genesis chapter 45. And to show you that the Israelites look like the Egyptians, remember the word Egypt means black. Not just because of the soil, but because of the people of the land. Just like the, the people is called Israel, named after the land, which God named after himself, the God of Israel. Black Ice, 
Genesis 45. And just to specify for those who've just come on, we're not talking about the Egyptians of today. Because the Egyptians of today are um, Arabian in, in their descent, or what's called Ishmaelites, or descendants of Ishmael, the firstborn of Abraham. We're not talking about um, the Israelites look like them. They didn't look like the Ishmaelites. They look like what the world calls Africans today, which were your original Egyptians or Kemetians um, or Kemetians. Kemet, which which was the name, original name of that land. So we're going to go ahead and pick it up at Genesis 45 verse one. and verse 1. Uh-huh. And it reads, Then Joseph could not reframe himself before all that stood by him. Uh-huh. And he cried, because every man to go out from uh, caused every man to go out from me, uh-huh. and there stood no man with him. Uh-huh. While Joseph made himself known unto his brothers, uh-huh. and he wept aloud, and the Egyptians, and that should be turned, that word, like I said, could be changed to Kemet or um, Commissions, and the house of Pharaoh heard. Uh-huh. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, do my father yet live? Uh-huh. And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Why were they troubled at his presence? Because like they I... did not uh, recognize him. Because? He said, do my father yet live? He, Joseph was an Israelite, and so were his brothers. But now they were troubled because they remember that they had sold him at 17 years old. So now Joseph is in his late 30s now. Come on, black guys. And they don't recognize him. It's a difference between the way I looked when I was a teenager and the way that I look now. And keep in mind, too, he was also dressed in Egyptian garb, right. brothers and sisters. Verse 4. And Joseph said unto his brothers, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and say, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, mm-hmm. whom you sold into Kemet. So now, because you sold me into Egypt, I am your brother. I done rose up in power, and I'm second in command of Egypt under Pharaoh. I am Joseph, your brother, who you sold into Egypt. Now, now they realize who he really is. Come on, black guys. But they didn't know who he was. they the same color, but he's dressed like an Egyptian, talking like an Egyptian because he's speaking through it, through it through, to them through an interpreter, and they don't recognize it. But now, now they are convinced. Come on, black guys. Verse 5. Mm-hmm. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves uh-huh. that you sold me here. For God did send me before you to preserve life. So now... They don't be angry at yourself because they know now that Joseph got the power to have them killed, black guys. But servants of God don't exact vengeance. That belongs to the Almighty. So what he did, he had to convince them, I'm your brother. Don't be mad at yourself. Everything that happened, and black guys, this is a lesson for us. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulations, but everything that happened to us happened to us to deliver other people and save lives and us through us. God is working through us, sisters and brothers. Keep that in mind. Skip down to verse 7 and continue, brother. Verse 7. Yes. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth. To leave an inheritance. Go ahead. And to save your lives by a great deliverance. By a great deliverance. Now skip down, black guys. See? Skip down to verse 
9, continue. Just that verse. Verse 9. Hurry up and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, uh-huh. God has made me lord of all Kemet, or Egypt. Come down unto me and tarry not. So now, y'all, hurry up and go and tell my father that I am alive. Remember, would you read the whole story of Genesis? Jacob thought that some wild animal had killed his son, Joseph. And his brothers had got some, took his coat of many colors and dipped it in animal's blood and brought it back to Joseph and said, some wild beast and tore uh, your son. He's dead now. Imagine the elation, Black Eyes, of finding out that your child is alive. Skip down to verse 11 and continue. Verse 11, and it reads. I'm sorry, verse 28. I'm sorry, y'all. Verse 28, uh-huh. and it reads. And Israel said, it is enough. Yes. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. Uh-huh. I will go and see him before I die. So now, Black Ice, the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel, and he had 12 sons. Joseph was an Israelite, the same color as the Egyptians. He just dressed differently now because he's raised, he was in Pharaoh's, uh, he became second in command. So let's go to Genesis, the 50th chapter. And let's continue, black guys. Genesis, Genesis chapter 50. Uh, this is a wonderful testimony and a wonderful story. And this actually happened, sisters and brothers. It actually happened. The Bible is living, is a, a, is a living, uh, 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 it's like a living man that tells a story. A great historian. Genesis chapter 50 and verse 1, black guys. Let's go. Genesis 50 and 1, and it reads, And Joseph fell upon his father's face and wept upon him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants and the physicians to embalm his father. Mm -hmm. And the physicians embalmed Israel. So, brothers and sisters, now his father has passed. Mm -hmm. And um, they're preparing for the burial of his father. Get down to verse 5. Verse Mm 5. My father made me swear. Saying, Lo, I die in my grave, which I have digged for me in the land of Canaan. There shalt thou bury me. Now, therefore, let me go up, I pray thee, and bury my father, and I will come again. You can read all that in verse in chapter 47, but continue. Right? Verse 6, mm-hmm. and it reads, And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, according as he made thee swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, and all the house of Joseph, and his brethren, and his father's house. Uh Only their little ones, and their flocks, and their herds, they left in the land of Goshen. So now you got the Egyptians, and you got the Israelites all going up to bury uh, Jacob. Go ahead, Black Ice. Verse 9. Verse 9. And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, uh-huh. and it was a very great company. Uh-huh. And they came to the thresh, um, threshing floor uh-huh. of Atad, Atad. Atad uh-huh. which is beyond Jordan, uh-huh. and there they mourned with a great and very sore um, lamentation, uh-huh. and he made a mourning for his father seven days. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites... Oh, the Canaanites, which were still Ham's children, which were still black people, mm-hmm. were Hamanites. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning in the floor of Atad, they said, this is a grievous mourning to the Egyptians. This is a grievous mourning to the Israelites. 
No, they said the Egyptians. To the Hamites. To the Egyptians. But so it's a whole bunch of people that look like one nation. Color sisters and brothers. This is a great morning for the Egyptians. So now what happened, black guys? How great was this morning? Continue. Wherefore the name of it was called Abel's Mizraim. Abel Mizraim. Abel Mizraim, which is beyond Jordan. So Abel Mizraim means morning of the Egyptian sisters and brothers. So now Joseph looked like an Egyptian, dressed like an Egyptian, and Israel is down in the land of Egypt. So therefore, but the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, which was Ham's children, saw the Israelites and the Egyptians together, and they didn't say this is the morning of the Israelites. They said this is the morning, a great morning of the Egyptians. Now, let's go to, so we got Joseph looked like an Egyptian. Mm -hmm. Egypt means black. Mm -hmm. We're talking black history told by the prophet, part one, continuation, color. Let's go to Exodus chapter one, black guys, and let's look at somebody famous, another famous individual. That's compared to the Egyptians. Exodus 1 and 1, Black Eyes. Go ahead. Exodus 1 and 1. Uh-huh. And it reads, Now these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Every man and his household came with Jacob. Uh-huh. Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah, Asakar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, uh-huh. Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher. 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 So how many sons is this like? These are... Uh, 12, 11 sons, verse 5, go ahead. And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were 70 souls. Uh-huh. And Joseph was in Egypt already. Because Joseph was still one of the sons of Jacob, which the Lord changed his name to Israel. So they were Israelites. That was in the land of Egypt, one black nation in another black nation. Go ahead, black guy. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation. A generation is a period of 40 years. Go ahead, Ike. And the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and uh-huh. multiplied, and uh-huh. waxed exceedingly mighty. Uh-huh. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, uh-huh. which knew not Joseph. Go ahead. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Uh-huh. Come on. Let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, uh-huh. they join also unto our enemies yeah. and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. So now Israel is being put into chattel slavery. See, we've always had jobs that pay low salaries, black guys, jobs that get us by, even in this country. But now uh, they want to deal wisely. They want to put the children of Israel in slavery. How do you do that? How do you control the people? You enslave them and make them do rigorous and hard bondage and set slave masters over them, taskmasters. Go ahead, black guys. The end of verse 11. End of verse 11. Uh-huh. And they built for Pharaoh treasure um, cities, Python and Ramesses. So who built them pyramids, Ike? The Israelites built them. They, they built the pyramids. Go ahead, because uh-huh. they were down there a long time. Ike. So when you are studying black history, uh-huh. brothers and sisters, and you are wondering what your people did and what we created and what we built, uh-huh. all you got to do is look at Egypt. 
all those great pyramids that are sitting in that desert uh-huh. on top of that sand was built by your people. Well, my question is, how did America become a great country, black guys? Well, the blacks of this nation built this nation also as well, Brother Julius. So, in other words, they were brought over here, black guys, to enhance or build this country, mm-hmm. to, build, to build corporations uh, through the slave trade, black guys, through cotton, black guys, through sugar plantations, black guys, all kinds of ways. So we have a very rich history, but over here, it's a slave history. But it didn't start here. It started where we was, in the land of Egypt. Come on, black guys. Verse 12. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Go ahead. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. So the Egyptians were grieved. Look what they did, black guys. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. Mm-hmm. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick mm-hmm. and in all manner of service in the field. Mm-hmm. All their service wherein they made them serve right. was with rigor. Hard bondage. Go ahead, Black. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shipra, Shipra mm-hmm. and the name of the other uh, Pua. Mm-hmm. And he said, when ye... Do the office of midwife uh-huh. to the Hebrew women and see them upon the stools. Yeah. If it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. Black guys, how do you wipe out a nation? Mm-hmm. You have to get rid of who? Have to get rid of the man, Julius. So now you wipe out a nation by getting rid of the man. So if you kill a man, the man carries the seed. The woman is the ground. The seed is planted in her. There are no half people in the world, black guys. You are what your father is. How do you prove it? You take a corn and you put it in the ground. Is it going to come up half dirt and half corn, black guys? Or is it going to come up all corn? There you go. The man carried the seed. It had nothing to do with superiority. It is the order of things. Come on, black guys. Birth control. Verse 17. Yes. But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, uh-huh. but saved the men, children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have you done this thing and have saved the men, children alive? Hey, you guess what, black guys? Benjamin Netanyahu over in Israel today is saying we want all of the Jewish people all over the world to migrate back to Israel because the Arabs are more and mightier than us. So now what happens? Bring the males. They want the males. Don't matter if the woman is Arab or if she's Israeli or if she's Palestinian or whatever she is. The man carries the seed. The baby is whatever the father is. So now... This is why the Arabs are saying kill all, kill all the males today. Kill the men. Because if the Arabs lay with the uh, Israeli women, the baby is Arab. So now they can take over Jerusalem. That's what the battle is all about. Back to this story here. So now look what happened in the meantime. Verse uh, skip down to verse 20, Black Eyes and Weeds. Verse 20. Yeah. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, uh-huh. and the people multiplied and waxed very uh, mightily. Uh-huh. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And go ahead. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born, ye shall cast it into the river, 
and every daughter you shall save alive. So because the midwives wouldn't kill the Israelite boys, Pharaoh uh, commanded his people kill all the Israelite babies, uh, baby boys that are born, throw them into the Nile River, which a lot of them drowned, and a lot of them was eaten by crocodiles, uh, black guys. Uh, let's go to ch- chapter 2. Let's look at Exodus chapter 2. Babies who was born. You're tuned into the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Uh-huh. Our subject matter today is Biblical Black History, Part 2. Color. Part 2. Part 1 was color. Part 2, we're going to deal with slavery, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Part 2, we're dealing with slavery. Uh-huh. We're in Exodus, the second chapter. We're yeah. going to pick this up at verse 1. Go ahead. And there went a man of the house of Levi. And took a wife, a daughter of Levi. So these are both, this couple is fully, fully Israelite out of the tribe of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him, that he was a godly child, goodly child, uh-huh. she hid him three months. Uh-huh. And when she could not um, longer, I'm sorry, when she could no longer hide him, she took him, she took for him, she took for him an ark of, Bull rushes, uh-huh. and dabbed it with slime and with pitch, uh-huh. and put the child therein, uh-huh. and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. So Moses done got older now. His mother is nursing him, but she you could only hide a growing baby for so long. Remember, the the decree was kill all the Israelite baby boy babies that are born. Pharaoh commanded his people. Come on, guys. Verse 4. Verse 4. Uh-huh. And his sister stood afar off uh-huh. to wit <laughs> what would be done to him. Go ahead. To witness what would be done of him. Uh-huh. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark uh-huh. among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. Uh-huh. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, uh-huh. the baby cried. Yes. And she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. So, black guys, my question is, on that show, the Ten Commandments, that we always see every year around Easter time, they got Pharaohs, they got Pharaoh doing what? They got the Pharaoh who sent Moses out, and they got Moses, uh, they, don't, they don't even show Moses being put in an ark. They show him floating, and the pharaohs, uh, uh, and they see Miriam standing beside him, but Miriam is white on television. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh is white on television. Pharaoh's daughter is white on television. So all of that has been plotted out to deceive you because, how do they say, Black Ice, this is Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But fact trumps uh, Hollywood all the time, Black Ice. Let's continue. So Moses' mother is the one that nursed him. His old mother nursed him, but they don't tell you that on the Ten Commandments. Go ahead, black guy. We're going to pick this up at verse 7. Then said his sister, talking about Moses' sister, Uh to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women Uh that she may nurse the child for you? Uh And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Uh Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. So now, Black Eyes, so Moses' mother, brothers and sisters, as Julius just said, nursed her own son. But we don't 
see that depicted in any of the movies. I'm going to read that again because this is something that you should know, brothers and sisters. This is something that you should know that's not being taught. I'll read it again. Then said his sister, talking about Miriam, Moses' sister, to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse for the child for you? So she's setting it up, actually, brothers and sisters, to go and get her mother, which is also Moses' mother, Uh to take care of her brother, which is her mother's son. Verse 8. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. Uh And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and Uh nurse it for me. And what? And I will give thee thy wages. Uh And the woman took the child and nursed it. It was her own child, brothers and sisters. She was getting paid. And she was getting paid. (laughs) She was getting broke off. To take care of her own child. Uh Verse 10, and the child grew. Uh And she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called him his name Moses. How long did it take, Black Eye, for her... But it just said the child grew, didn't it? It don't give you an age. Mm-mm. He could have been a toddler. But then what happened? Continue. And she called his name Moses, mm-hmm. and she said, because I drew him out of the water. So what what kind of name is Moses, Black Ice? Is it an Israelite name or is it an Egyptian name? It's an Egyptian name. So you could call it Moshe, Mosea, whatever you want to call it. The name is still an Egyptian because when you take a child and adopt it, it becomes, you name it what you wanted to name it. Go ahead, Black Eyes. Verse 11. Uh-huh. And it came to pass in those days uh-huh. when Moses was grown. Oh, when Moses was what, Black Eyes? When Moses was grown. What happened? That he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens. And he spied an Egyptian smiting a Hebrew, one of his brethren. Wait a minute, Black Eyes. It says... And it, and it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like on television that he found out when he was grown mm-hmm. that he, like you see on TV, mm-hmm. that he going to take commandments, that he grown. Did he find out with the cloth and everything? No, 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 no. He always knew who he was because his mother taught him who he was. The book. This is the book. This is the book, Black Eyes. And brothers and sisters, it's just so interesting that here it is. This is a Hebrew child. Yeah. Who passed for an Egyptian child because both the what's called African today and the Israelite were the exact same color, brothers yes. and sisters, both black people. Wow. So where did white people or Caucasian people come out of? They came out of that son, according to Genesis, the 10th chapter, called Japheth. Yeah. And that's where... The Gentiles came from out of that child, but that those other two children, Ham and Shem, brothers and sisters, is where you get your Israelite nation from, uh-huh. or today what is called your African nations, brothers and sisters. Brother and Julie? You, and Shem is where your Israelites come from, black guys, and your, your Arab, because they are Abraham's firstborn, the Ishmaelites. Let's continue, my brother. Verse 13, uh-huh. and when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. Uh-huh. And he said to him that did the wrong, wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? Why are you, hitting your, why are you beating up on your brother? Come on, black eyes. 
And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Uh-huh. Intendest thou to kill me? Uh-huh. As thou intendest thou to kill me? Uh-huh. As thou kills the Egyptian? So these are Hebrews that evidently the news that got around, Moses thought he was getting away, but hey, nothing we do is in secret. Come on, black eyes. Look what and, and Moses feared uh-huh. and said, surely this thing is known. Now, go ahead. Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to kill Moses. Uh-huh. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh uh-huh. and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. So, black eyes, Moses, it wasn't like on television where Moses was brought before Pharaoh in chains and everything with a staff around his neck. And in chains, Pharaoh said, if he's a man, bring him to me in a bottle. And if he's not bringing to me in chains, it wasn't, you don't read none of that here. When Moses killed that, when Moses found out that they knew that he had killed an Egyptian, Moses booked. Go, come on, black guys. Look what happened. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, uh-huh. and they came and drew water uh-huh. and filled the troughs to water their Father's flock. Now keep in mind, Midianites, black eyes, are the same ones that sold Joseph down into Egypt, which are Ishmaelites and their descendants. Come on, black eyes. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but uh-huh. Moses stood up and helped them uh-huh. and watered their flock. So Moses was a bad boy, one of the ice. Uh-huh. So they, the, the Midianite shepherds came and they would take over the well, so Moses whooped them down. Moses whooped them down. He was a bad boy, wasn't no punk. He whooped them down, ice, and fed they watered their flocks. And so much that they got back early. And this was something that happened all the time. The women would go down, and 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 the Midianite shepherd would drive them away, or they would uh, let make them flee their flocks. Come on, black guys, let's finish this. Verse 18. Verse 18. Uh-huh. And when they came to rule their father, he said, "How is it that ye are come?" So soon today. How, how come y'all back so early? Look what they said here, black guys. Go ahead. And they said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherd. No, an Israelite. They said an Egyptian. The book says that there was a man of Levi who took the wife or daughter of Levi, and they had a baby. Moses was an Israelite of the tribe of Levi. But right here, Moses is compared to who, black guys? What's called an African today but they called it Egypt or Egyptians yesterday, which both <laughs> are names that were named by um, Gentiles. But in so many words, brothers and sisters, these Israelites passed for Egyptians uh-huh. because they both were black people. Wow. And they said an Egyptian delivered us out of the hands of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock. Go ahead. And he said, an Egyptian did, um, I'm sorry, and he said unto his daughters, and where is he? Where is he? Why is it that ye have left the man? Yeah. Call him that he may eat bread. Now this man done delivered the, y'all from the Midianites and fed the flock. Why y'all leave the man? Go find him and bring him here that so he can sit down and eat supper so we can show our appreciation to him. Read it, black guy. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. Uh-huh. And he gave Moses... Zipporah, yeah. his daughter. So Moses married a Midianite woman. 
Moses married a Midianite woman, sisters and brothers. But remember, the man carried the seed. And verse 22, Ice. Verse 22, and it reads, And she bare him a son, uh -huh. and he called his name Gershom. Uh -huh. For he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. Go ahead. And it came to pass in process of time. And how about the time, Ice? Process of time. Go ahead. That the king of Egypt died. Uh -huh. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. Uh -huh. And they cried, and their cry came up unto God uh -huh. by reason of bondage. And skip down to verse 25. And God, verse 25, and God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. Now, going to chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3. And we're going to continue this. We're going to move a little bit uh, more faster, sisters and brothers. It's a, it's a whole lot to this, but we're dealing with So now we have two people that is compared to Egyptians. We have Joseph, the Israelite of the tribe of Benjamin, sold in this, uh, slavery into Egypt, became second in command. His brothers don't recognize him. Go back and tell, my, tell his brothers to go tell his father, my, that I done rose up in power. God has blessed me. Come down and get food down in Egypt, and y'all dwell down here. Jacob dies down there. Joseph buries the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, look at the Israelites, and the Israelites and say, this is a great morning of the Egyptians. Moses is born. Moses kills a man, brought up in Pharaoh's house as Pharaoh's grandson. Moses kills a man, flees, uh, and flees into Midian. And dwelt in the land of Midian, delivers the shepherd's daughter out of the hands of the, uh, uh, out of the hand of these Midianite shepherds, and Moses. The women tell their father an Egyptian, because he dressed like an Egyptian and he looked like an Egyptian, because the Egyptian and the Israelites are the same color, black sisters and brothers. Now, chapter three, verse one, black like ass, quickly. Chapter three, verse one. Verse 1, yeah. chapter 3 and 1, and it reads, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, uh -huh. his father-in-law, uh -huh. the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert uh -huh. and came to the mountain of God, uh -huh. even Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire uh -huh. out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. This is the Lord getting Moses' attention. A burning bush, a tree that's burning, but it's not burning up. That will get anybody's attention. Come on. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, uh -huh. why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, uh -huh. God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, uh -huh. Moses. And he said, Here am I. Skip down to verse 7. Verse 7. Uh -huh. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, uh -huh. and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. Go ahead. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, uh -huh. and to bring them up out of the land unto a good land uh -huh. and a large um, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, uh -huh. unto the place of the Canaanites. So that was the curse. The Lord, would, when he said, cursed be Canaan, mm -hmm. he said, that was the curse. I'm going to take the land from the Canaanites and give it to the Israelites. The land of the Canaanites, because Israel's ancient name was Canaanites, and the Jebusites dwelt there in the land. So before it was called uh, Jerusalem and the land of Canaan, it was called Jebus. 
But it's the land of Canaanites. Go ahead. Unto the place of the Canaanites uh-huh. and the Hittites uh-huh. and the Amorites uh-huh. and the Perizzites uh-huh. and the Hivites uh-huh. and the Jebusites. There you go. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come up unto me, uh-huh. and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, uh-huh. and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, uh-huh. out of Egypt. Out of Egypt. Now I'm sending you back down into Egypt, and Moses didn't want to go. Of course, he don't want to go. So now... The Lord uses Moses, and let's do a color thing, black eyes. Let's go to Exodus, the fourth chapter. Exodus 4, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. turn your Bibles to Exodus 4. And begin at verse 1. Those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Mm-hmm. Our subject matter today is Biblical Black History, Part 2. Last week we dealt with color. This week we're dealing with slavery, uh-huh. brothers and sisters. We're in Exodus, the fourth chapter, verse 1, and Wait it reads, and Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, uh-huh. for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto me. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thy hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. Uh-huh. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. Go ahead, I. That they may believe the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, uh-huh. have appeared unto you. Now, uh, look what he said. Now, let's do a color thing, guys. Go ahead. Trying to show him his power. Go ahead. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Furthermore unto him, Put now thy hand into thy bosom. Uh-huh. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold. His hand was leprous as snow. It was what? It was white as snow. So what does leprosy? What does leprous mean, Ice? It means white. White as snow. There are two kinds of leprosy. There's a diseased leprosy, which is all your skin is peeling and diseased. But then there's another type of leprosy. That's a clean leprosy, which means white. Continue, Ice. Finish it up. Almost like Villaligro. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, Brother Julius. So, in order for him to pull his hand, brothers and sisters, out of his bosom for it to be white, that means that before he put it in, it wasn't that color, brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. Verse 7, and he said, put thine hand into thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again and uh-huh. plucked it out of his bosom, and behold, it was turned again. As his other flesh. Uh-huh. So his other flesh was black, brothers and sisters. But when he put his hand in his bosom and pulled it out the first time, it had turned white. So now, And when he put it back in his bosom, brothers uh-huh. and sisters, yep. it turned back black like the other parts of his body, like the other flesh on his, on his body, brother so, Julius. So now, black guys, the Lord delivered Israel out of Egypt. How long was Israel in the land of Egypt? From the time of Joseph, which they became a nation down there, how long was, well, how many total years were they in Egypt? Go to Genesis, Black Eyes, Genesis chapter 12, Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. Uh-huh. Turn your Bibles to Exodus ch- chapter 12, Exodus chapter 12, brothers and sisters. And we're going to go ahead and pick this up. At verse 40. At verse 40, uh-huh. Exodus 12 and 40. And uh-huh. it reads, 
Now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years. The reason why I said that, Black Eyes, because there was a time where uh, back when uh, the Muslims and the Israelites in this country believed that America was the country that we had been in in slavery for 400 years. No, it's not that slavery. It's the slavery in the land of Egypt. The first 30 years, they went down, they were free men. But when Pharaoh rose up and put them in chattel slavery, slavery the, the whole total in Egypt, our ancestors dwelt, was 430 years. 430 years. Now let's look at another famous person, and this is a famous person who was compared and who was told the same thing that Moses was told. Let's go to Matthew, the second chapter, Black Eyes. Matthew, chapter 2. And read that chapter on your own in Exodus, the 12th chapter, because a lot of people like to say, well, if you're not an Israelite, these statutes, laws, and commandments in this book called the Bible don't really apply to you, brothers and sisters. But read Exodus, the 12th chapter on your own, and it's going to cover those who were Israelites and those who were strangers or other people who dwelt among the Israelites. And God is going to show you in this chapter how one law applied to both the Israelite and the stranger or the non-Israelite. But that's another lesson for another time. We're going to pick this up in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 2. 2. Matthew chapter 2. And verse 1. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Uh-huh. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. And it reads, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem. Three wise men. Don't say three. Just say wise men, Brother Julius. Continue. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Yeah. For we have seen his star in the east mm -hmm. and are come to worship him. Uh -huh. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. Uh -huh. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Because he wanted to go and kill him. Jesus was in the kingship dynasty. People don't know that, but when you book, read the book of Chronicles and Kings, Jesus was in the book, uh, he was in line to become a king. But he didn't come at that time to be king. He came as a sin offering. Come on, Ike. Verse 5. And they Verse 6. And, and thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, um, Judah, uh -huh. art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. See, Judah is a nickname for the Jews. Jesus was a Jew of the tribe of Judah. Come on, black guy. Verse 7. Uh -huh. Then Herod, when he privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently uh -huh. what time the star appeared. Yeah. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. For the baby. Didn't say the baby. It says for the young child. And what? And when you have found him, bring me word again that I, might, that I may come um, and worship him also. Let's go to verse 12, Mike. So, brothers and sisters, just to learn something on the way to learning something, brothers and sisters, Jesus was already two, brothers and sisters, when the wise men found him at least two years old. At least two years old. 
at least two years old when the wise men found him. That's why King Herod laid out a decree for all male children two years and under to be killed. Matthew 12, and we're going to pick this up at verse. Matthew 12, and pick it up at verse, uh, Matthew 2, black guy. Matthew 2, skip down to verse 12. Matthew 2. Oh, Matthew 2. And verse 12. Matthew 2 and 12. Okay. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 2, verse 12. Look what he said. And it reads, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, Uh they departed into their own country another way. And what happened? And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. No, flee into Rome. Didn't say Rome or Greece or any of the white nations or European nations or Gentile uh-huh. nations. He told them to flee into a black country, Brother Julius. Go ahead, I... Into Africa or what is called Africa today. I'll read it again. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. And how long were you there? That was the same place Moses was at, brothers and sisters. And was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. And you can read all of that, black guy. But so how many people that we have now that's been compared to the Egyptians? You have Moses. Moses. You have Joseph. Joseph. And now you have Jesus. That's the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's go to somebody. Let's go to another prophet who got more books than anybody. Let's go, black guys, to Acts, the 21st chapter. Acts, the 21st chapter. Acts, the 21st chapter. We got five minutes left on our show. Brothers and sisters, hang in there. Hang in there. This is a... Um, Four-part series, brothers and sisters. Wow. Acts, the 12th chapter. 21st. I'm sorry, Acts, the 21st chapter. Yes. So we got three Israelites so far compared to black African people. Again, we have three Israelites so far compared to black African people. Why were they compared, brothers and sisters? Uh Because they were black also. But black guys, Paul... I have been told that Paul was a Gentile. Mm-hmm. Well, let's read it. Acts 21 and verse 37. Acts 21 and 37. Let's establish the true identity of Paul, brothers and sisters. Mm. Acts 12 and 27. Acts 21. I'm sorry, Acts 20, 21. 21 and verse 37. And verse 37. Yes. Acts 21 and verse 37. Uh-huh. And it reads, And as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto you? Uh Who said, Canst thou speak Greek? Why? Because Paul was multilingual. He was the apostle to the Gentiles, right? A black man teaching a whole lot of black nations. Go ahead, black guys. Read that again. Verse 37. And as Paul was led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto you? Uh Uh-huh. Who said, canst thou speak Greek? Uh-huh. Verse 38. Are not thou th- that Egyptian? Are not thou what? That Egyptian. So this is what 
the chief captain said unto Paul, he called Paul an Egyptian, brothers and sisters. Wow, Although Paul was an Israelite, he was black, uh -huh. like the Egyptians. Let me read it. Uh -huh. Verse 38, are not thou that Egyptian, which before these days made us an uproar and led us out into the wilderness, 4,000 men that were murdered? But he asked Paul, was he a what I was he an Egyptian? Read the next verse. What did Paul say? But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarsus, a wow. city in Sicilia, uh -huh. a citizen of no mean city, uh -huh. and I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people. Come on, black guy. Come on. And when he had given him silence, uh -huh. I'm sorry, we have given him license, uh -huh. Paul stood up stood on the stairs and beckoned with the hand unto the people. Uh -huh. And when there was made a great silence, he spake unto them in the Hebrew tongue. What? In the what tongue? Now? In the Hebrew tongue. Wow. Wow. Well, let's go to Romans, black guys. Mm -hmm. Let's look where Paul said he was. Let's look at Paul. Romans, the 11th chapter. Romans, the 11th chapter. We're, we're closing out our show, brothers and sisters. Romans, the 11th chapter. We're just showing you. We went to Joseph first to show you that he was a black man who passed for an African, a black Egyptian. Uh -huh. Then we went, after that, Brother Julius, we uh -huh. went to Moses, yes. who was a black man, an Israelite, as Joseph was, who passed for a black African man, an Egyptian. Uh -huh. Then we went to Jesus, who was a black Israelite, a black man, or a black child at the time, who passed for a black African, an Egyptian. Now here, down to Egypt and, hide them there. and now here it is, Paul. now here it is, Paul, who is being referred to, brothers and sisters, another black man who's being referred to as a black African and Egyptian, brothers and sisters. Don't you get the picture? Don't you get what we are teaching you, brothers and sisters, right here, right now? This is biblical black history. So when you are studying black history, brothers and sisters, uh -huh. don't just start on this side of the slave trade. You got to go all the way back to there Genesis, brothers and sisters. There you go. Your people have had a great and illustrious past, brothers and sisters. We are the builders of the pyramids. Yes. We are the ones who gave science and astrology to the whole world, brothers and sisters. It was our brilliance that built nations and, and civilizations, brothers and sisters. Romans chapter 11. So, Black Eyes, I am somebody. You are somebody, brothers wow. and sisters. Um, wow. Romans 11. And 1. Romans 11 and 1. Yes. And say then, have God cast away his people? God forbid. No. For I also am an Israelite. A what? Paul said, man, look, I'm an Israelite. I ain't no Egyptian. Uh -huh. I'm an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, uh -huh. of the tribe of Benjamin. Of the tribe of what? Of the tribe of Benjamin. But Paul said, I'm a Jew, because he hid up under, he hid up under the house of Judah, which is a Jew, but he's still an Israelite. He is still an Israelite, black guys. And what is Paul's office, black guys? What, is, what was his office? Skip down to verse 13 and read. Verse 13, and yes. it reads. For I speak to you, Gentiles, uh -huh. and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, uh -huh. I magnify my office. Paul said, 
God has appointed me to be the preacher to the Gentile nations. Because Paul and Barnabas was assigned to the Gentiles. But you got to read this Bible, sisters and brothers. You got to read this Bible. But in the 7th century, when Egypt came and knocked out the really, uh, I'm sorry, when the Arabs came through the spread of Islam and knocked out the real Egyptians, let's go to the last place and let's look at another people that God compared his people that no Gentile or no Ishmaelite would ever call himself. No white man could ever call himself this one. Last place, Ice, Amos chapter 9. Amos chapter 9. Amos chapter 9. Last place, brothers and sisters. Uh Amos chapter 9. Turn your Bibles to Amos, the book of Amos. Yes. Chapter 9. Amos chapter 9. Amos chapter Uh 9. Wow. What verse, brother? We're going to pick this. We're going to get right to the point. So God, knowing the future, mm-hmm. knowing that, it's, that Islam was spread through the Arabs, and it would knock the real Egyptians out of power and move them down to southern Egypt and call them what, Ice? Nubians. That's how the term Nubian came to be known. So God compared his people in color so that we could have an identity through the nations in color. Look what he said. Amos chapter 9, one verse, black guys, verse 7. Amos 9 and 7. Amos 9 and 7, and it reads, Are ye not as the children of the Ethiopians unto me, O house of Israel? Go ahead. Saith the Lord, have not I brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt? Oh, so this is the same Lord that brought Israel out of the land of Egypt. And the Philistines from Captor, come from Captor uh-huh. and the Syrians from Kerr. Wait a minute. Are you not as the children of the what? Ice? Of the Egyptians. So now, when, you cannot mistake the Egyptians, I mean, the, 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 the Ethiopians, brothers and sisters, for being Caucasian or white or Gentile. That's a mistake that you cannot make. So here, brothers and sisters, the Lord is comparing the children of Israel to the black Egyptians. So this, I'm, I'm sorry, to the black Ethiopians. Because Ethiopia means dark-skinned or burned face. So, brothers and sisters, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, what your color is. What matters to the Lord is if you are obeying his statutes, laws, and his commandments. But for the purposes of this particular show, brothers and sisters, teaching biblical black history, brothers and sisters, we have to show you the role that black people have played. In this Bible, brothers and sisters, we are all over this Bible, brothers and sisters, But when you look at Hollywood and the TV shows that are on Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you would never know it, brothers and sisters. That's why it's important for you to know your history. And when you know your history, brothers and sisters, you are able to teach that history to your children, brothers and sisters. But someone has came in the name of Jesus and told you, brothers and sisters, oh, it don't matter. Color don't matter. 
But then he gives you a picture of a white Jesus or a Caucasian Jesus and tells you to put that on the wall of your church. Well, if color doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, why couldn't you leave Jesus the color that he was if color didn't matter? Why would you have to change his color if color didn't matter, brothers and sisters? So color matters to somebody. It just doesn't matter to you. Brothers and sisters, learn your history. We're going to go ahead and close out our show, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines and see what you thought about tonight's show, brothers and sisters. You're tuned in to the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. We're going to go ahead and end our recording. We're going to say that we pray that you were edified and that was that God was glorified on this show tonight, brothers and sisters. We pray these things through his Awesome and mighty son, Jesus' name, brothers and sisters, we end this show with our motto, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.